I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. For you. Welcome everyone to another episode of Sitcom My Face. Sitcom My Face, baby. Oh, does it get your juices flowing when you say that title? Oh yeah. <laughs> get y'all, get y'all drippy and ready to take in some super wholesome family sitcoms. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and speaking of. Uh, uh, super wholesome sitcom. So, what are we talking about tonight, JJ? My God, dude, I feel I feel like I'm fucking stuck in time after watching uh, probably seven episodes of the Andy Griffith Show. Only seven? Oh, I, I, I did. I, I, I only think I, seven. I, I, like I think I, I outdid you there. <laughs> you did. You did. I, I will be watching more. This is oh, yeah. definitely one that I will be going back to. It was kind of hard to choose which ones to talk about though, because I loved all of them that I watched. Agreed. There were a couple, though, like, I think in the earlier episodes that seemed to be, a, not to say clunky, but, yeah, like, they, they were still uh, working things out a little bit on, I think, a couple of the characters. But you watched the first episode like I did as well, right? I did. I did. Yeah. and uh, The first episode, yeah, it's um, it's more heartfelt. Yeah. Well, well, well give, give us the premise of the episode you know, the, the first, first episode, episode, we meet Aunt B. Aunt B is actually Andy Taylor, Sheriff Andy Taylor, who's played by Andy Griffith. That was his aunt, right? And actually, was his caretaker when he grew up. It's a show that clearly went through some changes, and I'm interested to talk about those in a bit because oh yeah, uh, we had eight seasons, which I didn't even realize. I was not real like familiar with the show. I know I watched it a little bit as a kid. But it was never one that seemed to be heavy reran for me. About you? Well, when I was a kid, it, it was definitely in in rotation you know, on the local t- uh, stations. But b- being so young, like I I was attracted to the to the I was attracted to the theme song, you know, the, the whistling mm-hmm. uh, theme song there, and <laughs> and and the fact of I recognized. Opie as being Ron Howard, Richie Cunningham from Happy Days, which was on at the time. So, yeah, th- 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 there was that recognition that drew me a little to it. But the rest of the show, yeah, I was like, oh, you know, like kind of as a kid, eh, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. And it's like, I love all these old shows. It is kind of surprising. This is one that just kind of it was on my radar, but it was never one mm. that I just took the time to dig into. So I'm very glad we did. Um, same, same here. The the very first episode there, I did expect it a little more comedy than what was there. And I think mm-hmm. that – I don't know how much research you did on the show. I know you like doing your research. But I feel like Barney wasn't a thing, right? But, did well, they shoehorn him into the beginning? They, they, they Yeah, they kind of shoehorned him in just to kind of like introduce him that, okay, here, here's – uh, the sheriff's deputy, you know Barney, who's actually Andy's cousin. That you know, like right. that, that 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 was the thing that they wanted. to... He does mention that in the pilot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like 
It's like, I oh, want okay. them to think I'm the best man for the job. Thanks, cousin. Yeah, that kind of exactly. shit. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he it's not the typical Barney performance, as we'll you know, soon see you know, over the uh, latter uh, seasons there. Did you read anything about his performances behind the cameras? Because well, apparently no. he was a... He was a kinky old man. <laughs> Ooh, no, and I, I, I didn't read about that part, but I did read, though, that uh, Don Knotts, for his portrayal of uh, Deputy uh, Barney Fife, he actually won five Emmys. <laughs> five Emmys? He wasn't even on there, what, was six seasons, maybe? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think Holy he shit. actually was there for actually five seasons, but then as a, as a, um, as a regular performer and then as a returning guest on latter seasons i've seen a really cool and this was before we even started talking about the show a really cool interview with andy griffith uh, i think it was for the television like arts history i don't know museum whatever the fuck it's called oh, right, right, it was right. on youtube and there was interviewing him about his career and he talks about the beginning of the andy griffith show and how he re- once the show started he really hated that it was named after him because mm. he, he thought Mayberry was the star of the show and that he was just kind of there to play referee. Right, but which is kind of like odd for the fact of yeah. once Andy leaves the show, it becomes Mayberry RFD. Right. <laughs> so right. May- Mayberry gets its due later, <laughs> but while right. Andy's the main character, it's the Andy Griffith show. I, would, I do want to mention, though, Andy Griffith, what a, what a charming motherfucker. This oh, guy, yeah. Oh, no, he's... Like, I never realized until I was diving into it here, like, what, how charming that man was. Like, he has just that twinkle, and he's just got got to be fucking TV dad of the century, this man. Oh, I used yeah. to say Al Bundy, not anymore. Andy, <laughs> <laughs> Andy Griffith that, those, those are that, two right? very different TV dads, I would say. <laughs> Don't you just want, you just want to hug the dude. You just want to fucking run up and give him a big hug, a pat on the back, and go, thank you, sir. Yeah, and, 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 and really, it's like you want to go to, it's like... Uh, like Andy, what should I? It's like you you want to go to him for advice. You like you know he he's like the local sage. He's the you know like you know like the the yeah. Uh, the, he's the town wise man. He's so grounded and like charming mm-hmm. that I never really realized until now. But you go, man, this guy he had like he had that fucking twinkle in his eye. Did they mention the the mother? Is she did she have died? Or I guess during yes. childbirth yeah, yeah. or something. The, the the uh well I don't know if it was during childbirth but. Uh, and you know, Sheriff Andy Taylor is a widower mm-hmm. and and father. That you know that that's the main. I premise. assumed because they wouldn't have probably wrote divorce back then. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. No, that that would have been you know like uh, it's like it's like oh no, we can't have that on TV. I want to say I read one point that Vivian Vance in the Lucy Show was the first divorced woman or something like that. Oh, I I did not know that. I think I want to say I read that somewhere. Don't don't hold me to it, but I'm pretty sure that Vivian Vance on the Lucy Show was the first like divorced woman portrayed in a TV show or something. Oh wow! Okay, no, I see. Because that would have been 60s that. as well. Yeah. No. Uh, well, yeah. Lucy ran from uh, what was that? Uh, 50? Fifty-one to yeah. sixty, I believe. The I Love Lucy, and then the Lucy Show was after that. Mm-hmm. Um. But yes, I. I really, I really will be watching a lot more Andy Griffith show. I, I couldn't believe how sucked in I was almost immediately. Um, the first episode, like I said, is more heartfelt. So it, the other ones, I think, are a better example because mm-hmm. they're more balanced. Yeah, and, and I think we get to like really experience 
the characters more. The, like you said, the first one is heartfelt, but it really mm-hmm. just centers on Andy, Opie, and B. That that's really right. it. Yeah, like right. th- th- there's no there's no dynamic of the Mayberry characters really going on. Yeah, Barney's it, only got like one scene. Yeah, and I feel like in that interview I saw with Andy Griffith, I want to say they had shot several episodes before Barney was cast. Well, I don't know about that, but I know. Well, f- first off, do you know the origin of the Andy Griffith, uh, of the Andy Griffith show? Mm-mm. No, is it like a spinoff or something? Or? Yeah, it started as an episode of the Danny Thomas show. He, oh, he was a fan okay. of he was a fan of Andy Griffith. I don't know also how familiar you are with some of uh, Andy Griffith's other stuff, like musician, comedian. Wasn't he Matlock? Oh yeah, no, he was <laughs> Matlock, but yeah, that, that, that that's, that's much later it. in life. But um, I no, I, I don't I don't know him from anything before this at all. No. My first, one of my first exposures to Andy Griffith, mm-hmm. one of the cool things my mother had. He when, showed you his pee-pee in the park. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no! Sheriff Andy! <laughs> um, place for your badge? <laughs> no, but um, my mother used to actually have a lot of comedy albums, which as a kid, I was like, oh, this is cool. It's like, you know, like, you know, funny stuff. And one of them she had uh, was the Andy Griffith comedy album and there's a famous bit you know what once we're done with the pod you should uh look it up uh it's called uh what what it was was football it's andy griffith as a guy that this this novice of you know he he doesn't know what's going on he just gets sucked up into this crowd and finds himself in a stadium watching something and he realizes afterwards what he was watching was football did he have the? Does he have the accent? Is that a real accent? Oh, oh, he he had a heavy accent. Like he's for, from North for, Carolina for the, for the uh, album. But now here's the thing: as you watched the seasons, did you see a little bit of not necessarily the total accent, but a little more, a little less of that, you know, aw uh, oh, shucks. I, th- I think he was going for that. Happy country feller, you know, like type of thing at the end. Towards the end, once he was giving me like a fucking Clint Eastwood, like smoldering look vibe. Like he had a real, like, trying to be a machismo type dude, right? Did you get that? (laughs) I I, I could see that at the end. Yeah, like, I, but I had the eyes, the squint, like the fucking Clint Eastwood going, man. He was fucking, dude, I bet he got so much tail. That dude got so much pussy. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, as the series went went on, like you said, you, you go a little into the smolder and away from that too much country bumpkin type of portrayal. I, I think he smooths out his character as uh, the series goes on, a little more serious, a little more shrewd. Again, you know that 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 wise. <laughs> I, uh, I wrote know, a like, quote here that it was in one episode I watched that I loved that feeds right into your country bumpkin shit because he says. Ain't we picking our peaches for they're all fuzzed up good? It's <laughs> <laughs> like the fuck did you just say? Well, you you also know the other thing about with Andy Griffith and Mayberry that actually his hometown is Mount Airy, which is yep. how they got Mayberry. And actually, every year they mm-hmm. have a festival celebrating you know the Andy Griffith show. And, That's and, what and Mayberry, Mayberry Man is based on. There we go. There it is. 
Yes, and, and we will get more into Mayberry Man uh, uh, very shortly. Yes, we will. <laughs> so I watched, uh, what did I watch? The first episode on there, as I always do, I watched the first and the last. Yep. I watched the 13th episode of season one. Okay. Uh, which was, I believe it was Mayberry Goes Hollywood. Ah, okay. Where there I, was a film being shot there. Did you happen to see that one? I did not see that one. That was a very fun episode. It's got a lot of the town in it. And it's uh, it's a pretty standard sitcom setup. Um, there's a movie that's scouting the Mayberry, and they're all like, oh, we're going to be in a movie. So they pick Mayberry because it's, you know, small town USA. Right. But then that goes to the whole town's head, and they start, like, doctoring everything up and becoming more phony and dressing fancy. And then the producers are like, this I'm is this not what, what I want. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a cute episode. It's... It's not the best one I watched, but it was a fun little episode. And you got like Barney comes out and he's got this decked out freaking like almost a cowboy looking sheriff's outfit. on. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and he's like, I ain't wearing that. And he's like, come on, man. They're going to be here. To shoot the movie, you know. And he's like, I ain't do it. He's like, y'all are shooting yourself in the foot. You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> that was a fun little episode, though. And that one, we did learn that Aunt B is super horny uh, and has a uh, wet uh, spot. Uh, uh, a, a, a bunch. Hudson. Oh yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but she has a, a bunch of like romances throughout the series too. Oh, okay, really? Yeah. He yeah. goes. So she's talking about wanting to meet Rock Hudson. Which sorry to break it to you, MB, but he you're, you're, you're not Rock he Hudson like material. <laughs> yeah. Didn't have a dick, lady. <laughs> he wanted them Rock Hard Hudsons. But um, what, what what did you think of the character of Barney? Like, I. I love well, I love Don Knotts anyway. Yeah. Although I I will be the one guy who says that I prefer the Ropers over Mr. Furley. Okay. In Three's Company for no, the no, children no. out there. I just thought the Ropers had a better mm, chemistry, and and Mr. Furley got a little old for me. He was a little repetitive, but I love Don Knotts as an actor, as a performer, as a physical comedian in the oh, yeah. show. Um, this show, I think even more than a lot of the movies he's in, he gets to play both sides of the fence. Mm-hmm. He gets to be physical and kind of witty. And yeah, he's I, not an idiot in this show. Uh, he, he's not an idiot, but he has poor judgment. He has. It's weird. I think he's got like sort of like an inflated ego that he's the deputy. But yet at the same point, he's insecure. <laughs> it's like he lo- he'll lock himself in the fucking jail cell by mistake four times in a row. Right. And, but and, it's it, you don't get the vibe that he's an idiot. It's just that he doesn't pay attention. Almost. Right. Yeah. And that, that, that's that's not one of the, the main things. Yeah. He's very he, uh, self-important, but unaware. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> more in that than stupid. <laughs> and, and um, uh, what, what was gonna say also? He, he's a he's a big stickler for the rules too. Like you know, when it comes to the law, he's a big stickler for the rules. Wasn't it that first episode where he's trying to arrest the old lady for jaywalking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, also, I'd say also for when it comes to the characters, Don Knotts is the comic relief, and he's the straight man. That that's yes. that's that that's the definite dynamic that's going on in that show. But I'm, and I did not expect this either. Like I said, I think it comes with his charm that I just didn't know was there. Mm. He is fucking funny. Andy Griffith is funny. In oh, oh no, he's he's definitely funny. But, but there were several scenes yeah. that he even stole from Don Knotts. 
and it's a it's a whole it's a different type of comedy. Obviously, you don't have yeah. bug eyed, goofy Larue jumping around, <laughs> knocking shit over. But like I said, ain't we picking our beaches for? They're all fuzzed up good. That shit's funny. I don't care what you say. What what, um, what other episodes did you wind up uh, watching? I'm I'm, I'm curious. Now. I watched uh, season two, episode twenty nine. It's called, I believe, Andy on Trial. This guy is coming through town and he gets a speeding ticket. Mm-hmm. It's like a month later, and Andy has has to go into his like big city office to arrest him because he never came back to show for the ticket in court. Okay. So this guy, I guess, is a big hot shot. And he hires a reporter to go back to Mayberry and basically seduce Barney to get dirt on Andy. Got it. So, you know, Barney trying to play all Mr. Oh, yeah, I really run shit around here, you know. He, he, he tells the reporter lady that, oh, yeah, we got this town drunk and Andy won't, you know, arrest him. He, he arrests himself. He comes and goes as he pleases and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, he took the, the patrol car and brought groceries to miss so-and-so and off the off the clock and all this shit so the uh i forget who the investigator was but the investigator comes and basically puts andy on trial for these things oh wow and then they call barney as the witness against him because he's the one who told the oh, reporter all things. okay it was a very fun little episode um andy griffith he knows he's a good sheriff you know what i mean so mm-hmm. he's kind of just sitting there, and he once he realizes that Barney's the one who dug this hole, and they put him up on the stand, he doesn't, like, Barney, you fucking idiot. Like, a lot of shows would be like, you piece of shit got me into this mess. Mm-hmm. He lets him find his out. You know what I mean? And it's just a lot of Barney on the stand getting cross-examined, and then he has that heartfelt moment where he's like, well, I, you know, he does do those things, but he also is this for this town, and gives that right. whole... All, all, the, all, the, really, all the good stuff, yeah. You really get to see the bond between those characters and that. But he loves the man, and he knows mm-hmm. that he's going to make it right either way. Yeah, it was actually really good. If you haven't watched that one, I would say definitely watch Andy on Trial. Okay, I'll, 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 um, I'll, I'll add that uh, to to my list. Like uh, Some of the ones, it's funny, I wound up watching three episodes that had similar premises. The second episode... Of the, of the series is where uh, there's an escaped convict. Andy, you know, like you know, like some of the state police come into uh, town because you know the you know, manhunt's going on. And to begin the episode, you don't know whether this thing is going to be a red herring or are they kind of showing it's like, hey, this is going to come back again later in this episode. Uh, Andy and Opie are out on a rowboat fishing. And Andy realizes, you know, like while they're fishing, it's like, oh, the boat's taken in water. You know what? Let's get back to land. Yeah, we, we gotta like dr- drain it out. And does the fugitive take the boat? Is that what it is? There we go. Yeah, <laughs> you know it. <laughs> but well, that 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 one was good. Then we go on to seize. Uh, wait, was it? It was Barney gets his man. Where there's another escaped convict, <laughs> and. Barney's going to arrest him for littering or, or he's going to give him a ticket for littering. And then the guy's like, like kind of like, Oh yeah, here, here's, here's money. It's like, are you trying to bribe me? You know, like, and uh, you know, like one thing leads to another and it winds up that Barney 
accidentally kind of like tackles the guy, like kind of like they, they fall over each other <laughs> in the commotion while, while the state police come and pick up the guy. And, it, you know, and, and he's like an, an escaped murderer. So what happens is it goes a little later in the episode that Andy gets a call from the states that the guy jumped the car, you know, like jumped out of the car when they were at the filling station down, I forget what town. So, and they think he's headed back to Mayberry. So basically tell to settle the score with is, uh, Barney. Tell me if this is something you got. And it's it's the way the show is shot. Like this is clearly not in front of an audience. It's, it's got a, It looks like it's shot like a single camera type. Kind of like a movie almost. In a, in a way, I, I, I see that, but... The, the laugh track yeah. sounds so canned. I don't think it's real laughs. I think yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. It, it, some, I, I know some shows would record the show and then play it for an audience, right? And yeah, then that's what they would record. But this show, because of the, I don't know, I can't quite put my finger on the way it was shot because it feels so big. You mm. feel you really do feel the whole town because there's yeah. so many. Shots of them walking down the streets, doing this. Yeah, you don't it, feel like confined to a set. Yeah, and it's you, you really kind of interesting. You don't see it a lot. Even when they're indoors, it doesn't feel like the framing is set up for a, a, an audience. Now, I, I, I get what you're saying because of that whole dynamic. Yeah, it's like, how would you have the audience? And like, you can just tell they're outdoors a lot. Like, they're really outside. In right. Some, I, the town, I'm sure, is some kind of set or something, but they're literally outside. And there's, I'm, I'm looking at the camera movements. There's dolly tracks and shit. I'm like, man, this is like completely different than a lot of shows you see from this time period, where it's literally, you know, I Love Lucy style, three mm-hmm. cameras in a, in a single set. In one episode, you you might start at the house in the morning and you're following them down the street, talking to everybody in fucking town. Then you're in the sheriff's office. It's unusual, it, and I like it a lot. It yeah, really it, gives the whole it, town a, a scope. Yeah, it, it it does give you a bigger world. Yeah, as you're saying, it's like that 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 whole like feel of a bigger world. Like when in the episodes where Opie's like, oh, "I'm going down to the watering hole" or the, whatever the hell he calls it, the fishing hole. You, it's like a fucking journey. You walk with him down to the. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're walking through town. You're. Yeah, and it's a lot of shows would just cut to some random set. You could tell the pond is a set in other shows. This feels like a real fucking watering hole they shot at. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I was impressed by the way that it was filmed for the time period. Definitely. That, like, you know what? Let, let's, let's jump in really quick Like be, before we go back to some of the other episodes we watched. The time period. This is such a – this is a town out of time. Maybe a little more Brady Bunchy than you would – you would see in most regular homes, I guess. But Mm -hmm. again, you have a father who's lost his spouse and his son is basically all he has. Right. And you really do feel that him and his son are like, they're bound. Like they love each other. And some shows you'll have a child actor that just can't pull that off. You know? True. No, no. And he's a, he's really amazing in this show as a child actor. Yeah. Ron Howard is good. Although, you know what? At the very beginning, especially that first episode, yeah, Opie was being a little bit of a brat. Yeah. And he was really young there. Oh, very young. Like, it's it's weird. You don't, you don't even. Maybe five. What would you guess? I'd say, yeah. Yeah. I'd say four or five. Yeah. He was really young. But But amazing. 
acting for a child. I mean, yeah, he was kind of a fucking douchebag to Aunt B there. Uh, oh, very. But but <laughs> but you know what? It's weird. You know, he he was a brat. You know, it's like you know he, he like. Like uh, Aunt B, you know, she, she's not Rose, you know, like uh, that's what you know, he kept bringing up, uh, that she can't do the same things that Rose did. But then at the end, it's like he felt for Aunt B and, and it was kind of like a little twisted, but it was like kind of funny, too, that it's like, like, yeah. no, no, you can't leave Aunt B. You don't know how to do she anything doesn't know how for to yourself. Do anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't send her out there. They'll eat her alive or whatever the hell. He, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty funny. What do you think about the dynamic between the three of them, Aunt B and Andy and Opie? I I I definitely get again because it's not you know like uh, um you know man wife and child it's man his aunt and child it like it is a different dynamic but you can see Aunt B cares for them she, mm-hmm. she's always she's always making sure they're fed. <laughs> she's always yeah. coming by the station, you know, br- bringing, you know, like food to Andy. She's always making, you know, fried chicken at home and biscuits. And I really all- like shows that have the three generation household type stories. It gives you so much more mm-hmm. to play with, you know? Right. There's all there's they're always single. It seems like when there's an old person in the house. Is there ever like a both grandparents? I don't think so. Not, <laughs> I guess yeah, not. I, I, I don't remember any. <laughs> Because like you said, B's dating in some of the episodes or whatever. And it seems like most shows with a grandparent, it, they always do that old person trying to get back into the dating. Yep. Yeah, it, hell, it, it, even The Simpsons, like it's it's Grandpa. That, you know, you know, right. You know, Homer's mom is gone. <laughs> so I watched see uh, the, the oh the last episode there. This is a weird thing where we've talked about. Uh, backdoor pilots in shows where you have an episode that is yes. solely there to set up potential for another like spinoff show. Mm-hmm. Um, this is weird in that the entire eighth season is a setup for a spinoff show. Yeah, it, it's for Mayberry RFD. Yeah, like you, you How bring many in Ken, shows do that. You, you bring in <laughs> Ken, you bring in Ken Berry and you know, like I, I love Ken Berry. Oh yeah, but... well yeah, Mama's Family. I I, I of course. F-troop? What what's that? F Troop? Oh, F Troop, yep. I fuck it. We're definitely going to do F Troop. I oh, yeah. And, and you know, like me as a kid, I, I loved him in Herbie Rides Again. So. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and like he's one of those guys who always plays the same character, but it's a fun character. Yes. So it's like, he, he, um, he, he plays that well. You know, he, yeah. He, he's definitely typecast, but he's. He, he plays that part so well. F Troop is a fascinating show to watch these days because it is so. It's so PC and not PC all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can, you I can go, see where you're shit. going there. I started watching it. I'm like, where the hell's Andy at? And there's no Barney. I guess Barney left. What you said, season five, he left. Yeah, and he just comes back occasionally. Like you know, he's just a returning regular every once in a while. Someone on the set of Mayberry Man was. We were talking kind of about that, and they they told me that Andy Griffith had planned to end the show. So. Uh, Don Knotts went out and found another job. Yeah, D- Don Knotts w- wanted to get into movies, you know, yeah. the incredible Mr. Limpet, you know, and, and things so like that. So by the time Andy changed his mind and decided to continue the show, he was already, like, contractually obligated somewhere else, I think. They try to pad it out with all these side characters. Yeah, but, the side ca- but they did actually bring in another deputy. For, for, for 12 episodes, you had Deputy Warren Ferguson. He was played by Jack Burns 
who actually was one of the people that uh, one of the uh, people that wrote the the Muppet movie. He was also a, a, <laughs> he was a writer and the original Muppet movie. Yeah, uh, he was also a writer and sometimes a uh, performer on. Uh, Do you remember Fridays? Is that the one that was Cosby on that or somebody who was on that? Somebody famous. Um, was on uh, that. Rob, I believe Rob. Uh, oh no, no, that's soap. I'm thinking Robert Guillaume, but um, Andy uh, Kaufman was on that one, and, and Michael Richards. Oh, uh, uh, maybe Michael Richards something. Yeah, yeah. So he, I he, kept seeing produced by Bob Ross or whatever, and I had to look it up to see if it was. Yeah, the no, same not Bob the painter. <laughs> I was and, like, wait a minute, what? And, and here we're gonna paint a happy little town. Yeah, they, did. they painted a happy and, little. And, and over here we have the happy little drunk Otis. Did um, I see the? I had to look up the Gomer Pyle show a little bit. Um, that was like right smack dab in the middle of this run, right? Yeah, so and, that was and actually that's one of the episodes I watched. Uh, did he not? Did he ever come back then? I guess the show ended before he. Did I he think he still on came there. back for some of the reunion things, but for the regular seasons of Andy Griffith, I don't think he came back. Because they really promoted fucking Goober in the end there. Yes. Oh, they bumped yeah. up Goober's importance to the show, and then he was uh, one of the mainstays on RFD, right? Yep. No, no. Go- Goober was one of those uh, main characters. But uh, actually, the last episode of season four, one of the ones I watched, was the backdoor pilot of... Gomer Pyle, USMC. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's another one I'll have to check out because uh, he was funny in the episodes I saw him in here. There oh, was yeah. um, there the, was the, a, like a lot of great side characters that I didn't even remember. The guy who has like the funeral home. Oh, uh, the yeah. The funeral home slash TV repair shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of – it's funny also like the uh, the department store. Um, oh, what the hell was it called? Uh, because, again, that's going to bring us to our like second – episode that we both watched i think this is a good example the shoplifters what weavers that that was the name of it we weavers, department weavers store. yep 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 i watched this one and i was like this is a lot of good barney stuff like a lot of the physical oh yeah barney stuff oh, oh, oh especially he's 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 uh what you got he sees that the door is open late at night so mm-hmm. he goes in you got a, you got a, like a an, department uh, store owner who realizes that things are going missing Right. Of course, he calls in the local police. So they're he kind of wants to do like a stakeout almost. So he sneaks into the department store. Meanwhile, the owner's in there. Also, the night watchman who is an old man who is sleeping. Yeah. Right. And like you said, they're, the bit where he <laughs> he's creeping around, <laughs> crouched down, just <laughs> like scooting around the fucking floor. Yeah. Uh, they're all knocking shit over. He's doing the big Barney bug eyes every fucking two seconds. Mm-hmm. That stuff is really good. Um, the gun. So they mentioned in one of the episodes that Andy don't carry a gun. I, Barney's know, always waving that fucking gun around. Right, and, and the, but you, you know the crazy thing, like you, you see it throughout the series, he doesn't load it unless it's an emergency. Okay, well I hope not. You kill everyone. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. All of Mayberry will be laying dead in the fucking <laughs> Barney's gun was loaded. Well, that motherfucker whips it out at the sign of like a fly shit on me. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, no, yeah. He's always you know, like you know whipping out the gun, and it's like you're know, re- 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 ready to fire. But thankfully, yeah, a lot of times it's it's not loaded. <laughs> I really want to hear the end of that story. He kept trying to tell the story about Mira something, Mira Kuntz. 
in the in the shoplifters episode. Uh, we were saying about uh, Weavers, you know, like that. That's the department right. store. But you remember when they're st- when they're watching the store, he keeps talking about everyone in town. He's like, oh, that's so you know, Sam, man, he's a drinker. Oh, 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 yes. Me and, the, 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 me and Sam got something in common there, but he's talking about Sam, and then um, he starts saying, "Oh, you heard that rumor about Mira Coons, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, she, she runs the lingerie shop. He runs the lingerie. Yeah. Oh, or, or I, actually, I think pronounced it lingerie shop. Maybe he's got a lingerie shop. Yeah, I know that that does not seem like the place for a lingerie shop of of all towns. I don't know, man. There, there might be a little repressed. Might be uh, <laughs> definitely the kinky ones. And B wants to fuck Rock Hudson, bro. What are you talking yeah. about? Hell, we, we, we don't know. You know, like maybe there's something about Barney we don't know. But, but um, to the very end, to the very fucking end, we never get to hear the story about Mira Coots. Nope. He keeps don't. getting interrupted. I'm like, damn, I want to know about this <laughs> lingerie lady. Come on now. <laughs> That's the funny thing. It's like this show is so wholesome. But there are little bits of like they sprinkle in a little bit of the horny, you know. Yeah. But you know, I've um, we talked about it on my old my old podcast. Actually, we did an episode about um, Don Knotts, and apparently his like I think it was his ex wife used to like she was still boning him and into mm-hmm. him. She would find other women to bring with her to oh, go wow. see Don Knotts and shit. <laughs> oh wow. I had an audio clip of me doing some weird, like I read something of him. Like I was doing like a fake porno with Don Knotts. Oh no. <laughs> so there was a clip for a lot of like uh, best of episodes. Where it was like, which one of you bitches are going to deep throat me? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. JJ, JJ. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You'll never, you'll never watch them the same. But you know what? A lot of that came through in Mr. Furley. Yeah, I, I I could see that. Once, uh, when did the when did that start? That early seventies? Uh, mid seventies, I think. Things were a little more fun and fancy free then, you know. You could, yeah, yeah, you like could it, say a lot more. You you were doing the same shit, but you were just talking about it I mean, a lot more. It, it it's kind of funny. Like, I don't want to uh, go too much on uh, Three's Company because we definitely have to do that uh, sitcom. Yeah. But it it's unusual the whole thing that okay, Jack had to. You know, basically pretend that he was gay to live with Janet and Chrissy and then Cindy and then right. um, uh, Terry. Why? <laughs> it's like, given the time period, it's like, wait, why Why was that a, an issue? Even when the new yeah. landlord comes in, he still has to lie about yeah. it. Like, it's, you know, yeah, so it's, bull- it's all bullshit. They just made up whatever. Yeah, go- going back to uh, the, 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 shop the shoplifters. Did you catch little uh, Clint Howard there, Leon? Oh, He's no, a little I did bull- not. He's the little boy in the yeah. In the well, store. Well, g- give him the sandwich. The sandwich, trying to yeah. give him a bite. That was a little Clint Howard. <laughs> uh, was he trying to uh, give them Tranya? Sorry, yeah, you know, Star Trek uh, reference. Another. There Clint was a Howard. great. Uh, I wrote a quote here from Barney in this one that I fucking loved. The scene. I hate it when you get obtuse. Oh yeah, he yeah. <laughs> You're getting obtuse. I hate it when you get obtuse. You know. And it, and it's it's obtuse to me. It's a very uncommonly used word whenever in i hear that, that word yeah yeah in whenever i hear that word i think of the shawshank Rede- uh redemption where where where, uh, where a- 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 andy is uh ca- calling the uh the warden obtuse i just think of it isn't it the opposite of acute yes <laughs> i think of it in like mathematical terms I guess. Oh, oh yeah oh yeah Ge- geometry everyone <laughs> right. um so obtuse. acute 
this uh this I, I chose this episode because I just love that it has all the slapsticky stuff of Barney, but then you also get the charm and the um the detective skills of Andy Griffith. Mm-hmm. Or Andy Taylor, sorry. When they catch the shoplifter. And how do they do that? Well, well, f- first, you know, Barney is sticking out as a mannequin within Weavers. Yes, yes. And within the, within the department store, he accuses this woman of being the shoplifter. She's a stranger. He thought he's, uh, that she was putting stuff in her bag, uh, of which she empties her bag. She doesn't have anything in her bag. Mm-hmm. But she also runs into Andy, which comes up once they're outside. Bling, bling, bling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, Andy and Barney are going over because it, it caused a commotion. Yeah, B- Barney, uh, uh, which accusing this woman, she's threatening to sue them, to sue the department store, and Barney was sure it was her. Well, she comes out of the store, and <laughs> Andy says. Yeah, I, I I think our thief is coming out now, and it's her again. And he says, "Always make sure you wait till they're out of out the store." Out of store. Yep. Yeah, because if they, they're in the store, they can always claim, "Oh, I was going to buy that." Right. So again, they, you know, they, they're accusing. It's like, but Barney, can you get the scale? <laughs> can you get a scale? The, this is where this is the most sitcom moment in the show. Yeah. Go get a fucking scale, scale. so I can put this woman on it and show you how. <laughs> fat she is show you how much she weighs and that's how they figure out that she's got all this merchandise right. in her coat yeah when but in reality they would just open the fucking coat you know right they would go get a fucking scale and do the theatrics but it was pretty funny right yeah so, so anyway the, the the other thing that the giveaway to andy was when he ran into her in the store she she clanged and I just love how chill he always is. This motherfucker yeah. never, even when the worst shit is happening, he never breaks a sweat. Yeah, the chips are down. You know, he's, he's just yeah, he's calm as a cucumber. Calm, cool, and collected. When he knows someone's lying to him, he just, he's like, I got you, bitch. You ain't, <laughs> you know? I love that. I absolutely love that. And I think I think that episode is a good showcase for both of them, honestly. Oh, yeah. But I did write, after several episodes of noticing this, there's no fucking handcuffs in Mayberry, bro. Not a single crook. Ah, handcuffs. <laughs> you, 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 you see, you, you you missed one of the episodes that I watched. Oh, okay. Did you con- con- convicts at things? large, where three women convicts escape from the penitentiary. Oh, and... I want to see the the story about them in the penitentiary. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen um, them adult movies, but the one convict is actually also. Uh, you remember Mary Poppins? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Remi- Julie Andrews? No, no, yes, yes. Julie Andrews. <laughs> he escaped. Julie college. Andrews is in there? Oh, yeah. No, um, it's actually. There was a big name in one of the episodes we'll talk about that surprised me when I saw him. But but uh, she was actually one of the housekeepers. The the one housekeeper there is, uh, is Ma- I believe, Maud, who's the, the, the leader of the three girls there. And what happens is they take Barney and Floyd, the barber, Hostage. Oh, do they fuck him? No, although the, uh, I keep forgetting what show I watch. Yeah. <laughs> although the, the the one convict, I guess the the the, the more easygoing convict, uh, keep keeps saying that Barney reminds uh, her of her her uh, ex uh, beau uh, Al, 
And uh, of course, th- which also triggers her to also get mad at Al. <laughs> Uh, but but at the same point, but then like she's you know like hovering over him and running her uh, fingers through her, his hair. What were that. their crimes? In Mayberry, no one can have horrible crimes, right? They can't be murderers. I don't know, but, but again, they weren't from Mayberry. Te- they they Tex- escaped. I know, but I mean, in the, on the in the context oh, of the show. Oh, in the context of the show, yeah, I, they I, wouldn't have them be like murderers or anything, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, they're the, tax the, evaders or some <laughs> shit. The, the 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 one girl though just hates men. She, she, They're jaywalkers, which really gets Barney upset. <laughs> oh yeah, don't don't jaywalk. And we'll also uh, uh, find out from one of the other episodes. I know a lot of people rated as one of the highest. D- don't make an illegal U-turn. Um, <laughs> yeah. But and anyway, they they have to draw each one of the women out of the the cabin where they're holding them hostage. And Andy clinks the handcuffs on him each time, and the guy whose cabin it actually is like p- p- puts like a gag over them so they can't yell for the others. Every fucking episode I watch, they they arrest someone and they would just walk him away in no handcuffs, and I was like, right. "What the fuck is going on in this town? <laughs> What's like, the handcuffs on these motherfuckers?" No, nah, they they were just on the honor system. <laughs> I guess they were like this old bitch ain't going nowhere. <laughs> she ain't fucking running. She's got. 200 pounds of metal in her coat. She oh, oh, that one? Yeah, she she's not going anywhere. <laughs> she, that was she, the season she, she looked four. like like so, so, some some guy from like the uh the the, the 70s on, on a New York street corner like, you know, with with the uh, trench coat open. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Here, yo, here. Romex, Romex. <laughs> yeah. Molex. It's like, wait, I'd never heard of no Romex. <laughs> they, uh... <laughs> what, what kind of watch is that? <laughs> Now, now uh, what are some of the other ones that you uh, wound up uh, watching? Uh, between the the ones I mentioned earlier, and then we have the other one we spoke of uh, to watch, the uh, Opie Finds a Baby. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, why don't we get into that one? So this was a season seven, seven. episode ten, I believe. Yeah, and you know, j- just for people to also know that I believe it was season – was it season six is uh, – yeah, season six is where – the show went from black and white to color. <laughs> it is weird these old shows that when they go to color, how just strangely vibrant they are compared to everything we know now. Like, there's is a it, definite different. I, I, there, I'm guessing Kodachrome. I don't know. <laughs> is it something in the way it's shot that these colors come out, or is it like did they fake color back then? Did they like? I, it's, it almost seems like when you see a show that's black and white and they colorize it. It's kind of like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I know what you mean, but I don't think it was that at the time. I think it may have actually, strangely enough, I think it was some of the film they used at the time. Actually, all these old, and it is mostly in the 60s when a lot of shows went to color. Mm. They all have this really weird color palette that you just don't see. Yeah. After that, you know, and it's. I remember it because uh, the Lucy show did the flip, too. I think they had two seasons, black and white, and then they went to color. And it's the same thing. They have that real – everything just kind of pops in a, in a cartoony way almost. Yeah. I, 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 I get what you're saying because I, I know a lot of these old sitcoms like you know that, that I watched growing up as a kid. I always wanted to watch the color ones. The colors were different back then it was just like yeah, oh you know weird. Th- this is so different from you know like you know like you know everything kind of feels more like 
it's almost like an orangey tone on everything. It feels like mm, I, I could see that. It, 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 it was actually funny. Like you know, like a side note. Um, I don't know. Did, did you watch? You know, like I, I don't know if you're into like the superhero genre, but the series. I watch them to stay current. The movies. I don't watch any of the shows. Okay. Here's one you should watch, given that we're talking all about sitcoms. Watch WandaVision. <laughs> what? Oh, you know, I watched a couple reviews of that um, just because the premise did intrigue me. Mm-hmm. The whole bewitched and all that shit. Oh, yeah, all that. It's yeah. like, you know, kind of like uh, Dick Van Dyke-like, uh, uh, bewitched-like. And it's amazing. In one of the episodes, they tra- they transform like... They're preparing for the next episode, and all of a sudden, everything gets all of a sudden vibrant in color, and it's that old type color. And it's like, oh wow, oh that's that's pretty cool. It is something you can't quite pinpoint why it's different, but it is. I don't know. It's yeah. like you said, it might, it's got to be the film or the camera or something. But it's yeah, it, yeah. Red, reds weren't. It really enhanced red. Red. Everything. It was a different type of red. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and like o- Opie's hair is like the brightest of orange. You're like, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> you know, the skies are the crazy. Like, yeah, o- Opie, tone down that hair a little bit. <laughs> or maybe maybe the way they processed it. Like maybe they added oh, maybe. shit in post or something. I don't know. Like um, That could be as well. Yeah, may- maybe just the way they were processing back then. Just or a combination maybe they of the thought two. They, maybe TVs weren't as bright or something they had to punch up the color to make it stand out i don't know it's got to be something weird the, the, like that. you know what the, the, this is a good question that we should actually look into for like a future yeah, episode right because <laughs> god knows we're going to cover more 60s colorized shit oh yeah but um they still they still put out like i love lucy episodes and they every year they'll put out like one that has three or four episodes on it now in color and they'll colorize them and they always still look like that old color i don't know what I, I know, I know the type you're doing. Like, a, I, I think of it always as Turnerized because I remember when Ted Turner went on, like, you know, like the bizarre, you know, like it's like, oh, you know, like I, I just want to, you know, colorize all these old movies and old shows. No, kids, the world just looked brighter back then. We didn't know how fucking <laughs> shitty we were as a fucking human race. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, but back to Opie finds a baby. Opie finds a baby. What an interesting episode. And, you know, it starts off, it started in a way that I was like, this is kind of dumb. And then it goes to a place that I was like, oh, this is funny. Yeah, and, and, and it, it's actually, it, it took it's, a it's, twist. It's funny, and, and, and it's, the, the way things are coming across, I'm like, oh, wow, this is a little actually uncomfortable, too. I'm like, hold yeah. on a second. <laughs> Did you watch it before I told you about it? Or no? no, no, no. That, I that one I watched it. after you had told me uh, that episode. Because I was watching it, and I was like, at first, it, so it starts out, the two boys, they, they're strolling through town, and it was on the sheriff's porch. They find, at the, at the station, they find a baby in a, in a basket. Wait, wait, was it the sheriff station or I think the courthouse or something? It, it was well, I, the police station and the courthouse. The house, were one the same, yeah. Remember? But, but yeah, it, it looks different. The the uh, front for whatever reason. I think that was his his office, but okay. It, they that I think that's why they made it a point that they had to get up so early. Remember, they made a big deal about it's so early because Opie wants to go fishing. Yeah, and I think the only reason for that was so that he would find the baby before his dad goes to the office. Got it. That's the only thing I could think of. That's the sitcom 
logic to me mm-hmm. that I saw there. Um, so the two boy, the two young boys, they have this Arnold friend now. I don't remember when he came in, but he was in this episode. But basically, the co- the color seasons. Uh, Opie's friend is Arnold. The uh, black and white seasons. It's John, Jason, something or other. Jiggle Schmidt, I don't know. So they immediately go on this. Well, we can't. We can't let your dad find him because then he'll have to send him to an orphanage and orphanages are horrible because I read Oliver Twist. Yeah. Uh, This is the recurring joke in this uh, episode too. Not Oliver Twist, but Arnold reading about something. Right. So (laughs) they are like, oh, let's take the baby back to the clubhouse and we will find on our own a family that is worthy of this child. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which... At first, I was like, oh, this is going to be a dumb, we found a baby, and it's going to be all, let's make the baby safe and all this. But then it takes a turn into these really funny scenes where these kids are going to all the neighborhood adults, and they're making them super uncomfortable because they just kind of think they're asking about the birds and the bees almost, or trying yeah. to, it, it, the funniest, it, it, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 I, I think you're, you're going to hit it here. The funniest scene. What, what was the uh, the woman? Crump. 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 Yeah, Miss Crump. Yeah, because, because that's Miss... Andy's girlfriend, actually. Oh, in this in that episode. In, in, yeah, in the later seasons. Yeah, oh, okay. Miss Crump. Yeah. So he goes to this Miss Crump, and he's like, "Would you like to have a baby, Miss Crump?" And she thinks that fucking Opie's like kind of hitting on, on her. her. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's the thing. I was like, oh wow, this is kind of like very uncomfortable for a Mayberry setting here. And she's like, well, maybe when I'm married. And he's like, would you like to have one now, Miss Crump? Like, <laughs> she's like, oh fuck, little boy, put your penis away, you freak. Um, and then Arnold goes to uh the Goober. Yeah, goes to Goober and is kind of asking questions about babies. And he thinks he's trying to get the birds and the bees out of him. Yeah. It was really kind of funny. And it's not not where I expected that episode to go. And, and the fact of that Andy, at this point, mm. hadn't given the talk to Opie. Right. So even he's uncomfortable. And Arnold's dad had not given him the talk either. So Yeah, that was great. Yeah, he so goes the two of them are talking, yeah, too. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to Arnold's dad. He's like, have you given Arnold the talk? He goes, no, I was kind of hoping you'd give Opie the talk no, and he'd get it from Opie. <laughs> um, and, you know, I don't know that a lot of shows would have tackled that in the 60s. Do you yeah. think? No, I, I don't think. And, and especially not in that way. It, it, yeah. The way they went about doing it was very unique. And, and again, the, the, that whole, you know, double entendre. It's like, hey, you want to have a baby? It's like, oh, wait, wait, what are you talking about here, Opie? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so this is clearly Barney's gone. He's not anywhere in this episode. You do kind of miss that a little bit because yeah. you, you can kind of imagine how that scene would have gone. Barney's reaction. <laughs> right. That would have been a fun thing uh, we don't a get. Baby! <laughs> um, so these, this, this couple, though. They show up at the end, this couple that abandoned their child on the fucking stoop. Yeah, I, I, I see why you also picked this episode. <laughs> well, and I was like, what the fuck is that? I was like, is that Jack Nicholson who shows up here? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Jack? <laughs> and I, I was looking at him. I was like, that looks like him. And then he talked, and I was like, that's definitely him. Yeah. Weird fucking, for, well, for one, I didn't think he would be on sitcoms at this time. Right. Second. I thought he was doing Corman movies like Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> yes. It's got to be real close to it, right? He yeah. looks exactly like he did in Little Shop of Horrors. 
But I was also kind of shocked that Andy let them take their kid back. Yeah, that that was really weird, and and like kind of kind, kind of like, well, you know, like if you do this again, it's like if you do this again, well, hold on a second. Right. What if they abandon him at a police station that doesn't have a Snoopy little boy who's going to take it care of it for the day? You know. Right. <laughs> I don't know. That felt that felt a little weird. That yeah. might be the worst thing I've seen Andy Taylor do in this fucking show. Yeah. Yeah. The, of all the wise decisions, yeah, this was. The most unwise decision that I think Andy makes through the series. Because it, it starts out, you know, it's a very, pretty short scene there at the end, but he's like, oh, we, we're going to have a talk about this. And then it's like two seconds later, okay, you can have your baby. We're like, whoa, what happened in that cut? They didn't. Yeah. Did they pay you? <laughs> Andy, what the fuck? <laughs> How did you give them their fucking kid back after they left? I don't, I just, I, that didn't feel in character to me, but mm-hmm. especially with him being such a devoted father, you know? Right. Yeah, so, so yeah, get given the devoted father and Hell, just, Bundy would have given him back. But it's, <laughs> it's like and just Mayberry being Mayberry, it just yeah. seems so out of character. <laughs> and so they weren't from Mayberry. He said something about No, no, they they were not from Mayberry. Did you say Riley, really, really? Uh really? yeah. Like I know the I know the sheriff in this town. I'm gonna call him and make sure he knows. But you're like, why the fuck did they go to this town then? To- <laughs> Did their sheriff know their baby? <laughs> could, they could I know, be. it's like, wait a second, hold on, I know that baby. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I did find, I, and I don't know how phones worked back then, but there was a weird scene where Aunt B was dialing the phone with the, you know, the two little buttons you hang up the phone with? Yeah. It was a rotary phone, so it's got the dial on the front. And then there's the two little plastic tips. Like those you, prongs that, yeah, like the hang up the, prongs. The, phone, yeah. the weight of the phone pushes in. Yep. She did something and dialed Andy with those. Did you see that? Yeah. Well, 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 no, she didn't dial Andy. She, yeah, Sarah? Yeah, get me Andy. The operator. So that's yeah. how you got Sa- the operator? Sa- Sarah, one of the characters we never see. Okay. <laughs> but, okay. But, but so it, it go, runs throughout the series. The operator? Like, yeah, the Sarah's thing? the operator. You're right. She. I think it was the operator she asked. Because she yeah. said, when she said, get me Andy, I guess I thought maybe the receptionist or something, but. Right. No, no, no. It's, yeah, like, yeah, Sarah, get me Andy. That that was the operator, operator that, you know, like, throughout the whole thing. Okay. Um, now, what, one of the other episodes, I don't know if uh, you, you wound up watching, but I, I think you would definitely dig the uh, one episode I watched. It was The Haunted House. Oh, I would oh, like that. JJ, may, may I say, this is Scooby-Doo before Scooby-Doo. Nice. Yeah, th- th- this literally was... A Scooby Doo mystery going on. Is it Mr. the ghost of Mr. Chicken? Is Barney in it? <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, Don Knotts. <laughs> but and anyway, the premise of this one is uh, Opie and John or whatever. They they're playing baseball. Hit uh, Opie hits the ball. And oh, goes, I read the synopsis for this one. I do remember this. Yeah, Opie and they're hit, all too scared to go get it. Yeah, they it, it uh, hits the ball, goes through the window of this old decrepit house. And they, they go to the door and they hear like, Ooh. it's like, well, I ain't going in there. You know, it's like, so of course, then Opie tells his, his dad. And what does Andy do? Says, Barney, why don't you go over there? <laughs> Which, <laughs> but Barney's none too thrilled. <laughs> so yeah, I remember, I remember reading the synopsis for that. And I was like, well, I, 
with the odd couple one i i watched the haunted house one so i was like i, I i'm not gonna do that again that'd be too on the nose again i know but, but i do but you I know do what love you, you should shit. watch it now like yeah. th- that, that's no, definitely I, i'm not lying when i say I'm, I'm gonna watch a lot more of this show i i really did not expect to fall in love with it as much as i did no, I, I I totally get you. Like, um, it, it, like it, with it, the it, odd it, couple, I will I will probably revisit it, but I will not like commit to watching them all. Mm-hmm. Andy Griffith show, I might go through the whole thing. It'll take a while because there's eight full seasons. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe that eighth season I don't care enough about with a new cast to right. But with the old cast, I definitely want to. Did now? How familiar are you with the RFD show? That was what three seasons? Yeah, that one wasn't really reran much, right? I don't remember ever no. seeing reruns of that. I I think it may have been like on a station that ran Andy Griffith, and they I guess decided, hey, you know what? Let's show the other show as well. And so but it it didn't have the the whole uh, lasting uh, appeal of uh, Andy Griffith. So not only is the whole last season a build up to this show, that last episode is really the pilot for that show. Basically, it is. It, so was that the main premise of the show? Was these this Italian family comes to Mayberry to work on the farm with Ken Barry's character? I believe so. Yeah, and his his goodwill Opie, his son, who's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to get another cute little kid to play another Opie type, but he just he didn't get it for no. me. But goddamn, if that Italian chick wasn't fucking hot. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. All I gotta say is wait. Wait till we get to uh, everybody loves Raymond and uh, when they go to Italy. But anyway, uh... <laughs> I've seen all of Everyone Loves Raymond. Oh, yeah. It's just I, been I, a long time. I only I, watched. I, I, that show I love that once. show. <laughs> I, I love that show. But I have all the DVDs, and just for the record, they, some of those seasons are the worst DVDs ever. Oh really? Because you can't hit play all. You have to select each individual episode as oh, you watch that it, sucks. and you're like, "Fuck you." Whoever oh, made that, that? That really sucks. Yes. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. That is one of the worst designed DVDs I've ever seen. I think it was the first three seasons of that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But, but, so but RFD, anyway, yeah. RFD, yeah, okay. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen the show besides, you know, now that I've seen this backdoor pilot final episode of yeah, Andy Griffith. And, and, and I have was not barely watched. On. Yeah. And I, I have not watched since I was young. So. But I, it looks like the main characters are Ken Berry, his Italian family, and then Goober. And Aunt B's on it. Yeah, which is kind of weird. Right, <laughs> the, it is the back, weird. Yeah, it, it's like, Aunt B, you're still was that, <laughs> was that and uh, Gomer the only spinoffs of this? Uh, I believe. And, and then you had, like, things such as, you know, Return to Mayberry. You had, you know, like, a couple of, you know, like, specials. Was like Andy that. Griffith on that? Oh, yeah. Return to Mayberry was, yeah, Andy Griffith. You know, it is weird when you have something like this, too. So, like... The whole premise of the show is how much all these characters love their town. And then as soon as they want to have a spinoff, they're like, those characters decided to leave. <laughs> yeah, the, the main ones. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, Barney, his whole fucking life, he's dedicated to Maver. Ah, he's going to leave. Oh, Andy's going to leave. Oh, Opie's going to leave. They're like, what the fuck? And they left their aunt behind. They left aunt <laughs> it is a, it's a weird. It's a weird sitcom thing that you have to accept. Mm-hmm. Even more so than when, like, Eric leaves that 70s show. Because you're like, all right, I get it. And he wants to go to college or go to Africa. I think he went to Africa or some shit they said on that show. But with a show like the Andy Griffith show, they are so dedicated. And the the town is their entire world. It is. Andy loves that fucking town more than anything besides his kid, maybe. Right. 
So the fact that one day he's just like, oh, yeah, we're going to leave. You just don't buy that at all. But they have to because he doesn't want to do the fucking show anymore. So (laughs) that's just one of those sitcoms things you got to you got to suck up and accept. It's always hard times when characters leave shows that you love. Yeah. Yeah, but with, this is going to be a weird one to watch in order because I think I, when I when I go back to it, I'm going to watch them in order. I, I think I watched you know like most of the episodes that I watched because I also watched one uh, My Fair Ernest T. Bats, and um, I watched the Christmas uh, Story. And it's like those were all like first four seasons, like all, like all those like yeah you know, like episodes were first four first four seasons yeah. i didn't watch much the that, you last sent me stuff. a list uh because we 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 decided pretty late i've had a busy ass week so la- yesterday <laughs> when we finally picked the episodes we were gonna watch because i was like all right i got a few hours i'll watch the episodes i was going through that list and it was what the top 25 favorite yeah. fan favorites a lot of they it was the first early Yep, first four first four seasons. The, yeah, I don't think there was, was there one after season four, the sixty four season. Uh I yeah, think I think there might there might have been one sixty four season, or that actually might have been still fourth season. For I was like via our formula, we got to pick something near the end as well. And I'm yeah. looking at this list, I'm like, these are all the first four years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, the the one uh, that I picked, it was number one on that list. Also, uh, or well, one that I watched, I said. Was uh, Citizens Arrest, where, <laughs> where, where uh, Barney's gonna give Gomer a ticket because he made an illegal U-turn, like uh, on the on the street, and then Barney pulls away from it, making an illegal U-turn. So <laughs> Gomer <laughs> comes after him. Citizens Arrest. Citizens Arrest. <laughs> Dude, that reminds the, the university <laughs> I work at. Kid uh, I worked with got pulled over by mm-hmm. one of the, the cops. And he comes up to the window and he goes, you know why I pulled you over? And he goes, no. He goes, you have a headlight out. And the kid looked in the rear view and he goes, officer, you have a headlight out. And the <laughs> cop, he goes, you're free to go, son. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking cop also had a headlight out. It's like, oh, okay. thank, th- th- thank, thank you for the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you want to touch on on the well, show? Well, on, on, the, on the show awesome. itself, I, I think we're, we're good. Yeah, I, I watched more episodes, but why don't we talk I a little bit about that. Mayberry Man? Mayberry Man, um, yes. I am so excited to be part of this movie. I was very happy when they, they made a little behind-the-scenes thing for our red carpet the other day, and I sent I sent it out on Facebook. It's just weird. It's just weird to see something that, you know, I was only on set for four days. Like a lot of these people put so much work into this movie and they do these amazing impressions. I, I told you about them, but did you see them oh, yeah. in character in these clips? I yeah, yeah, I, I saw in character. And it's, what was also funny is I think it was one of the producers doing some of the impressions, too. <laughs> Isn't it? It's amazing, which, which, right? which was really funny. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, everyone can do the uh, characters. These people love this show. It's amazing. Oh, it's yeah. Like, you mentioned Mount Airy, North Carolina, where right. Andy Griffiths was from. They do the big Mayberry. Uh, that's the Mayberry Days, I believe, Mayberry down there. Mayberry Days, yes. And then I think the other one is Mayberry Fest. In the movie, we mentioned Mayberry Fest. I'm not sure if that's the one that's in Danville, Indiana, where we shot or if they just changed it for the movie, maybe. Maybe. But yeah, May- Mayberry Days, um, I think it's going on right now, actually. I believe it's the 21st through the 26th of September I looked at. Oh, there we go. So right fucking now is, I guess, a great time to be covering the 
Because <laughs> uh, my friend Lori, who I brought to the premiere, uh, because she covered my work shifts while I, I went and shot the movie. So I was like, hey, you want to go to the premiere? She's like, great. She meant she goes, we should go. So I looked it up literally yesterday. And yeah, it was 21st to the 26th. I was like, oh. Um, but yeah, actually, I have the DVD right here. Uh, the DVD is available. Oh. Mayberry Man. It's on MaybearyManMovie.com. You can order this. And and there was one other uh, 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 internet place you could go. Again, in that clip, I, I found it funny. It was like some kind of like uh, general – something general store – it's, it's going to be on Prime. I think there was a date yes. in October, I want to say. Yeah, I think it's uh, October 1st it might be, actually. Uh, Mayberry so Man will be – it's set available for purchase and rent, so I don't think it's going to be part of the free streaming on Prime, but it looks like they're no, going to be I, – I, No, I think it's uh, for, for purchase. So uh, I have a – like I said, I have a really small part in this. I'm in like four scenes. But these guys who who made the movie just love the Andy Griffith show. The director and the, uh, his brother – it was Stark Howell and Court Howell. Their dad was on the show. Okay. So he began going to this this festival years ago, and I believe he has passed now. But they're carrying on this family tradition of and, and they even have a podcast coming out. Uh, I believe it's called Mayberry Man, and the mm-hmm. director's son, I believe, is hosting it. Oh, there we go. And his grandfather was the one that was on the show. So they have this whole Lineage, lineage of, yeah. it's crazy. Like it, that's really cool. My grandpa fought in the war. I guess I should do something with that. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> he wasn't on the Andy Griffith show, though. I'll tell you that. But yeah, the guy who directed this, he's awesome. He he works mostly in animation. He did a lot of like I think he said Hey Arnold and the show Recess for Disney. Oh, okay. Hey Arnold on Nickelodeon. So this is his first uh, live action thing, I believe, directing wise, and. It's it's getting a lot of attention, and they're talking about potentially doing some more. So sweet. And, and what, what what is the character you play? Uh, so I, as I mentioned in the red carpet interview, I did not have the difficult task of taking on these crazy, iconic characters. I I have a character uh, that I play called Doug, and he is just a big goofy doof who drives around the main character. And they just told me, he goes, just fit into Mayberry. He's like, you, all you have to do is feel like you're from Mayberry. Mm-hmm. So that was very freeing. Um, and by the time I got there, I think I was started like day 10 or something. I, I think the way it was written was more uh, straightforward. Okay. By the time I got there. He was so amped up on the comedy. He goes, "We're we're making way more of a comedy than I thought." But yeah, I I couldn't be more thrilled to be part of it. That's so. awesome. That's all. And so you know, for all those out there, you know, look for Mayberry Man. Uh, as you said, it's going to be on uh, Amazon Prime uh, Video uh, shortly. I I think it was October first from that clip, but I could You're be right. wrong. Yeah, if you go on YouTube, they're doing basically like daily videos promoting it and all that stuff. Mayberrymanmovie.com is the website. There are several theaters showing it. They're doing kind of a touring thing. Mm. Uh, They had a premiere, and the one I went to was in Danville, Indiana. They did one in Mount Airy, and then they did one in Hollywood, or are about to do one in Hollywood. Actually, yeah, I I did see a series of um, places it is going to be uh, premiering at. Like you know, theaters, but yeah, there's yeah, little no, small nothing out theaters. Nothing out this yeah. way. I think the closest well. thing out this way is I think it was Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. 
which is not exactly okay. next. Door yeah, there to was me. the only one I saw in Michigan because like I had a few family <laughs> and friends who wanted to go. There was like Crystal, Michigan. I'm like, I don't even know where the fuck that is. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, you're hey, just making that hell? place up. <laughs> But uh, yeah, my other film, Deer Camp 86, is also doing kind of the same thing. So it's it was kind of cool. One day I had both both like parties texting me going, oh, our movie's showing in this state today. And the other one's, oh, this we're showing in this state. I'm like, sweet. this is fucking sweet. I couldn't I couldn't be more thrilled. And both movies are great. Like, I'm finally in some movies that I like. That's yeah, a, I, I love the way like when they're interviewing you there, it's like, yeah, I'm used to being in bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> I so 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 this is a refreshing change. At the Deer Camp '86 <laughs> premiere too. They were asking me. I was like, I've been in a lot of shitty movies. It's just so <laughs> nice to be in something that's good. <laughs> so as an actor, you're like, thank fucking god. Yeah. And you know, for, for something that's more of a, if you want to say, like a little meteor, you know, not just like right because yeah. you were actually in a couple of big movies, but you know, you were. Extra right. background, you know, like right, right. What was yeah, I think I uh, Batman v Superman? You were in, I think. Yeah, I was just an extra in that, and you don't see me. Right? That's, yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking bullshit. And I, but I made more money. Weird. How weird is that? Oh wow. They, you could be in a movie and not be seen and get way more money because it's a big studio thing, and they just uh, fucking throw money at you. Yeah, but at the same point, you know what? To to have that opportunity for like. Like that media role that, you know, like something that's like, oh, wait, this is a good movie. And this this is, hey, <laughs> they, they, they made this part for the movie. Oh, this is cool. You know, I, I, I definitely see the value in that. And then I just wanted to give I, I texted you this movie I watched the other day. And I was just like, this fucking movie is overflowing with sitcom stars. And I had never seen it, but I was watching Transylvania 65,000. Six, Have oh, you yeah. seen this? Uh, yeah, back in the 80s. <laughs> this movie was pretty fucking funny. Uh, I mean, it, it was. I just wanted to throw it out there real quick as like a Halloween recommendation if you want a good comedy. that. And I thought it fit in because there's so many sitcom fuckers in this. You, Norman, uh, what's his name from Three's Company, shows up. Mr. Roper. Mm-hmm. Norman Feld. Norman Feld, yep. Uh, Carol Kane from Taxi shows up. Yep. Kramer Simca. from Seinfeld. Michael Richards is in here. And strangely enough, we talked about the spinoff uh, of Married with Children with Joey, with Matt LeBlanc. The guy who played his dad is in this. Oh, God. Uh, Joe Bologna. <laughs> He's also in this. So you got, I was just like, Jesus Christ. Wow. So, I mean, and- if you're looking for it's on Amazon Prime is where I watched it. You don't have to find an old shit, shitty VHS tape. Uh, <laughs> Or go to JJ's uh, house and rent the. Uh... <laughs> uh, but I mean, it stars Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis and yep. Ed Bigley Jr. I mean, it was it was pretty funny. Amazon Prime, check it out if you're looking for a good Halloween comedy. Oh yeah, and you know, in in, in a couple of episodes, I think we'll 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 go a little Halloween uh, ourselves too. We'll, we'll we'll talk more about that next uh, episode. But yes, spe- Halloween, speaking my of, favorite time of the year. Speaking of next episode. What are we doing next episode? Is next is next episode the Halloween episode? No, no. Uh, one after. Oh, I believe. we're gonna yeah. do. Uh, that's right. We're gonna do a loving tribute to Norm Macdonald. Yes. Um, Norm Macdonald is uh, not a lot of celebrity deaths hurt. This one kind of hurt. I actually, and I I always kind of thought that I was like alone in my love for Norm, but it's no. really nice to kind of see the outpour. Um, what what do you think about Norm Macdonald? What's your oh he, what's he, your beginnings with Norm Macdonald? Oh, beginnings. 
uh, would actually be SNL, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day. But of course, then you know, like you know, seeing things like uh, Dirty Work, uh, also, so good, yeah, and, and then uh, his his sitcom. I, I I did see a couple of episodes, back, you know, back in the day, and uh, see what what were some of the other things. Uh, did you ever uh, see Screwed? Oh, oh, his, which one? The movie Screwed. No, I did not see that one. Norm Macdonald, Danny DeVito, and Dave Chappelle. Oh, okay. Now, do now I that's, need a any, that, do that's I a lineup. That's a lineup. Anymore? No. <laughs> oh, and oh, and Sherman Hemsley. Oh wow! So you okay. got a sitcom tie-in right there. Sweet. Uh, that movie's funnier than fuck. But Norm, you know, like again for, for also you know stand-up comedy itself, like you know the Bob Sackett roast. I just remember watching that roast. I'm like. What? Like, what, yeah. like live, what, well, you know, when it was first shown, I should say. And it's like, what the hell is he doing? And, and just like, and you can see the, the, the ones on the dais cracking up because like, <laughs> they're like, oh my God, what? No, and, and Norm is a, a comedian that comedians love. Yeah, he's a comedian's like, comedian. Com- comedians really always appreciated his weird weird sense of humor yeah and i feel like uh, i i felt like a lot of audience members didn't yeah well because it was it was different you know what norm in a way not, definitely not the same thing but you can almost liken him in a, in some ways to an andy kaufman where a lot of people are not going to get it but the ones that do are going to enjoy the crap out of it They've been saying a lot lately that he wasn't afraid to bomb because oh, he, no, he knew wasn't. what was funny. Yeah. He 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 basically like I'm smarter than the audience. I know it's funny, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> and if you don't find it funny, I don't give a fuck cuz I thought it was funny. I I, I love when uh, he was on uh, SNL and uh, <laughs> as a host after they had gotten rid of him like I think a year or two later. <laughs> it's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, and, and I'm back." And um uh, yeah, uh well, I I haven't gotten any better. No, yeah. no, no! It's just the 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 show just blows now. The, the, the show what? just got worse. <laughs> That's so, be, so you know the OJ shit, right? Oh, the OJ shit. The, the, Long story the, the, short, the, the someone best... at NBC fired him because they were friends with OJ and he was yeah, doing too the, many OJ jokes on the, the West Coast uh, producer, uh, right. NBC affiliate guy. So he was like, "Stop making fun of OJ, or you're fired." Well, he oh, did. He kept going. And they fired him. Yeah, and that, yeah, they brought him back to host, and I think his line was something like, "They told him when they fired him, you're not funny. That's why we fired you because you're not funny." Yeah, apparently, uh, you know, like, <laughs> and he goes, "Well, either you say I get funny, or the show funny. sucks." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, the show just sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I fucking the, love it. Dirty the, Work's a great movie. I would recommend yeah. it to everyone. Directed by a sitcom star. You know who? Oh uh, wait, I'm trying to remember. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Re- remind me. Dirty Work was directed by Bob Saget. That's Saget, why he was, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Screwed is another great one. Like I said, Chappelle, fucking Danny, Danny DeVito, DeVito and Norm. Wow. So good. Um, uh, the Norm Show, though, is what we will be covering next week. This is a, I'm so glad that I bought the DVD when it came out because I didn't realize it got so goddamn expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If, if you're looking to buy it now, yeah, it's going to be uh, Mucho Bucks. Yeah, it was a Shout Factory release, I think, and it was that was a day one buy for me. I was like, "Oh my god, they're putting out the fucking Norm show!" I bought that bitch immediately. So I I've actually watched this show probably three times through. 
Sweet. When Dirty Work came out, and he was like, someone wrote in, in a review, Artie Lang has all the appeal of a date rapist. Oh my god. Ooh. And Norm Norm goes, oh, it's great, buddy. And he goes, what the hell are you talking about? He just called me a date rapist. He goes, yeah, that's way better than a regular rapist. A date rapist has to get a date. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, that, that's the other thing about Norm. He was also fearless. He didn't... <laughs> There was no filter on Norm. He had, um... <laughs> wow. He was talking to someone about Cosby. and I think it might have been Seinfeld or something he was talking to. He goes, Seinfeld goes, you know, the worst thing about Cosby is the uh, hypocrisy. And he goes, no, I think the rape was the worst thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that, that, that was... Yeah, I, I would think actually the, the rape was the worst part. But that, yeah, that, that, that's Norm. That's Norm. <laughs> Fucking love Norm. So yeah, we'll talk about him next week. Well, this is where you lay down and you put out your tongue and you tell them where they can tweet at us. And, yes, uh, uh, you, you can uh, uh, tweet at us at sitcom my face on uh, on Twitter sitcom my face at gmail.com. <laughs> you can say more demanding sitcom my face and um, and visit our uh, Facebook page as well. Guess what? It's named sitcom my face. There you go. It underscore com slash tv dot no. fuck you no <laughs> no no, no. We, we went through that with twitter and we, we got it finally to <laughs> sit down my face URL. <laughs> uh yeah check me out on twitch uh bidwell fog twitch.tv slash bidwell fog and uh yeah dude and norm I'm, next week norm so for uh sitcom my face i've been nick franco i have been jay bidwell and we hope you will Sick on my face. Bye-bye.